Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, money, women, and being a fucking man without making any apologies for it. I'm your host, Mark Singh. And I'm John Anthony. And today we're going to talk about getting unstuck and getting yourself a mission. So a lot of us go through life and we kind of get stuck. We kind of get in the routine of just having the same old job, doing the same old thing every day, coming home after work and sitting on the couch and watching Netflix or playing video games and eating Cheetos. And surprisingly, you would think that that kind of life would bring you happiness because that's kind of like what we're all striving for, right? To get this comfort, to get this, this life where we don't have to do shit. But ultimately, it leads to depression. And the reason I think that is, is because it's really important in your life to have what we call a mission or deeper than that, a purpose. And the reason it's important is because if you look through, you know, millions of years of our evolution, your forefathers and everybody that came before you had a mission to survive. They were either hunting, they were either fighting, they had to struggle in order to get to where they are today, which is you. You are the product of struggle. You are the product of getting after it and getting shit done and, and, and really striving after something in order to make your life fulfilling. So when you have a life now, we have all this technology where if you need anything at all, you just, you just take out your phone or you need light, you just flip on the light switch. You need water, you just turn a faucet. And it's almost like that struggle, that mission, that purpose has been taken out of life. So when we say get unstuck, um, what we found in our lives, it's, it's important to have that struggle. It's important to give yourself a goal and to give yourself an objective that you can strive after. So that's the purpose of this podcast today and uh, we're really fired up about it. So John, you want to you wanna give us your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, just looking back uh, into different periods of my life, when I felt like I was the most alive was when I was facing the most opposition to something. Um, you know, like when I first really got into game, for example, and, you know, I was just like, okay, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to really solve my dating life and, and, uh, you know, try to get this fixed. Uh, you know, when I went out consistently, uh, at first and just, you know, every day, every night going out, uh, approaching women and trying to get that skill of, uh, you know, becoming a seduction artist, um, that was when I felt the most alive, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, it's, it's periods like that throughout your life that you'll feel the, feel the most alive when you, uh, try to, you know, conquer some new skill or get something handled. But, um, the point is that if you're not constantly growing and improving and striving to change and become better, then the only other way to go is down. Absolutely. And it's interesting because when you talk to, when you talk to the millionaires and the billionaires, um, several of which I've had the opportunity to speak to and hang around with, you say, man, what's it, what's it like when you get to the top? And they say when you get to the top, there's nothing there. There's <laughs> nothing there. That In fact, you know, it's super cliche, but the journey itself is what brings the fulfillment. And when you get to the top, there's just another peak in the distance that you want to climb up. And really, um, you know, having the mission – and doing something every day where you're striving to, to get better, I mean, really, that's, that's the point of your life. And that's going to be your entire life. We all, we all have this unconscious belief that the future will bring us fulfillment. That once I achieve this, once I get that, 
then I can finally be fulfilled. I can kick back and relax and everything will be done. But, you know, as we found that brings that doesn't bring you fulfillment. Like, yes, you can enjoy the fruits of your labor. Like you can you can get to the peak and be like, yes, I got here and celebrate with your friends. But, you know, after a certain amount of time, you got to leave that behind and keep going because, again, it's the journey that's going to bring you the fulfillment and it's having the mission, having the goal, having the 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 struggle in a way is is what brings the fulfillment. No, yeah, I mean, um, we were just talking about Eckhart Tolle, and I think it was uh, Eckhart Tolle who said, "There's two ways to go insane. The first is to never get what you want, and the second is to get what you want." <laughs> and um, you yeah. know, I've had both. And it's crazy because, you know, I remember uh, way back when, when I launched Body of an Alpha uh, several years ago, I uh, the first day that I launched it, I made like $2,000 in a day. When I was at the time, I think I was like 21. Uh, so that was just more money than I'd ever seen in like a month, right? And I remember sitting, uh, you know, out with my friends. We were at a, a nightclub in the area. And I was like, okay, like this is it. You know, I've made it. I can finally relax now. And... I kept finding that I couldn't fucking relax. Like I couldn't, everyone was just having fun and, and socializing and drinking and stuff. And I couldn't stop looking at my phone to check my sales. And uh, what it comes down to is like when when you get obsessed with finding a material item um, or you know getting to some level of material accomplishment, you train your brain to basically think that, okay, I'm not happy right now. But the reality is that you actually can be happy right now if you're on your purpose. And, um, you know, being on your purpose is, uh, it's really elusive. It's like really something that I don't think that I could describe easily. And it's very multi layered. But I know that in my life, there's been times when, you know, and I'm sure you guys can all relate to this, like where you just feel so jacked up and, you know, you could have not slept for days, but you'll feel like you have more energy than half a million men. And, um, you know, that's how you know you're on your purpose and you've tapped into that sort of like lifeline of energy that's just flowing through the universe that's waiting for you to find it. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, um, that reminds me of the word enthusiasm. And the original hmm. the original root of the meaning enthusiasm is to be possessed by a god. Hmm. Enthusiasm. I like I think that. That's Greek or Latin or something like that. But uh, just just like what you said, man, it's like when you're on purpose, you know you're on purpose when you can do something for six hours and it's like 30 minutes went by and you're like, holy shit. Like last night, I was working on my um, get the approach get the approach program that I'm putting together and I was in ClickFunnels setting it all up and I'm working on this thing and I'm writing the copy for it and I'm getting everything dialed in and uh, I look at the clock and it's 5 a.m. and I was like, <laughs> oh my god, man. Like I started this at 9 and uh, that just goes to show how unbelievably inept I am at designing sales pages and doing funnels and stuff like that. But um, it also goes to show that that's my purpose. My purpose is to to help guys uh, get self-esteem, to meet women, to find prosperity, and ultimately to find fulfillment in their lives. So that that's my big purpose. And and in that, a lot of people say, well, I don't know my purpose. You know, I'm just – I don't know what it is. How do I find it? Well, a lot of times what's interesting about life and what I found in my old age, my ripe old age of 41, is that oftentimes what you're doing now is a stepping stone to your purpose later. So mm. in, my, in my case uh, particularly, I lived in Japan for four years. I was a Japanese translator and then I went to Hawaii 
uh, for three years where I was a translator over in Hawaii. And while, you know, while seemingly those experiences don't, don't seem like they would line me up for what I am today, which is a, you know, personal development coach and a seduction coach, they actually did because there was a lot of, there was a lot of public speaking. There was a lot of me having to empathize with the different culture and put myself in other people's shoes so that I can understand them, which I use a lot in my coaching. And there was a lot of steps in my life that led me to where I am today. So, you know, you may be a little bit younger or you may not know what your purpose is just yet, but what you're doing now, I assure you, this is the way life works. It, life kind of like comes in through the back door, right? It surprises you. I assure you that what you're doing now is a stepping stone to your ultimate purpose and deep inside, you kind of know what that purpose is, I believe. You may not know consciously, but it's in there. I, I believe we're all born with a purpose deep inside of us. So you can have kind of like little missions to support the big mission. So the big mission, again, is your ultimate purpose, which you may not know right now. But your little missions are going to add up to that. And you might be, like we said, stuck in a rut. I mean, the, t- the title of this podcast is Get Unstuck. So... Give yourself a mission. What do I want to do? Do I want to learn how to to get girls? Do I want to lose weight? Do I want to whatever? You have to almost like give yourself struggle in order to be happy yeah. and get yourself unstuck. Yeah. And um, I think that there's a – that's a, a good point that you bring up. Like so the whole point of this podcast is uh, to help guys that, are, that feel like they're stuck, you know, that they can't find their purpose. And um, – I definitely have a few thoughts on that. I mean, the first one is uh, basically there's a quote by uh, Joseph Campbell who wrote uh, The Hero with a Thousand Faces, which is a, a really interesting book that basically analyzes mythology across all different cultures. And you find that uh, a lot of these heroes, you know, from Greek culture, from Indian culture, from Egyptian culture, and these demigods, they all have a very similar story. And um, what he said is, basically something along the lines of your greatest gift to the world will be found when you look at the greatest wound that the world gave you and um yeah it's it's really really deep um and i think that that's what your purpose in a lot of ways comes down to you know like there's a reason why for me like i really resonate with uh being the protector of you know people that can't protect themselves because i felt like that was me for a very long time Mm -hmm. i resonate with being um you know, the person who's helping others find their own way because I felt like I was lost for so long. And, um, you know, that's a great place to start. If you feel like you don't know what your purpose is, look at how the world hurt you in the biggest way and that'll get you started down that path. Man, that is that is so deep. I've never heard that before, but um, I was actually saving this for another podcast. But my in my personal experience, I, I struggled a lot with anxiety and I mm-hmm. had panic attacks while I was living in Japan and and it's kind of funny um, in Japan. If you're a white dude like I am, who can speak Japanese, which I could at that time, I've lost quite a bit of it, but I can still rifle off a little bit if I have to. But um, at that time, I was quite fluent. And what they do is they hire you to do Japanese weddings, and and the reason they do that is because the traditional the traditional Japanese wedding is very it's very formal. It's very expensive. It takes a long time. The, the, the woman has to get dressed up in this like elaborate kimono and they find it very stressful. So they're really attracted to like what they call Western style weddings, like American style weddings where you have the veil and the guy wears the tuxedo and they get to do the kiss and all that stuff. So they'll actually hire 
white people or whatever uh, foreigners they're called gaijin they'll they'll hire gaijin to come in and do weddings because it, it makes it more seem like more like a western style wedding so during my third wedding i had a panic attack and i was doing this wedding and i don't i can't explain what happened but essentially and again i want to talk about this on a on a different podcast because i want to talk about how i was able to get over um, extreme anxiety. So what happened is, is over a year's time, I did 200 weddings and each time I would have a panic attack. So when you say the deepest wound, um, it, it was the worst, most miserable year of my life. And like words cannot explain how difficult it was. I didn't sleep. Um, I didn't eat. I was like probably like 140 pounds and I'm six foot three. I looked horrible. It was this, this giant anxiety and eventually through meditation, wow. And uh, you mentioned Eckhart Tolle, uh, some of his teachings. I was not only able to overcome that, but kind of like what you said, it's almost like the depth of your wound, it's it's almost like as deep as you go down, that's how high you're going to go back up once you get through it. It's almost like a slingshot, right? Like you pull it back, you pull it back. It's it's more of a deep wound, move, more of a deep wound. You let it go. You go that much further. And so – Having overcome this extremely traumatic wound that was given to me while I was in Japan, and again, I overcame it by uh, self-development, and I overcame it mm. by learning how to get girls, and I all the stuff that all the stuff that we're into. And right now, you're listening to this podcast because you're into it too, and you wouldn't be listening right now if you weren't into it. But um, all that stuff really cr- brings you into the man you are today. And and again, it was that wound of anxiety and, and insecurity and unconfidence. And, oh man, I was a mess. I was not the same person I am today. Um, that made me into the man I am today. And I dare say, had I not had that, I really don't think I would have come as far as I did. Yeah. It's the same with me, man. And, um, I mean, guys, if you're listening and you feel like you resonate with that, like make your purpose just to get your basic shit handled. Mm. So, uh, you know, in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, he lays out basically this this uh, sort of these different levels of things that you need in your life um, before you can move on to the next. And he places your purpose at the highest level of the pyramid, right? So at the bottom, there's just your physiological needs like food, water, shelter, uh, and then above that, there's I think like emotional needs, like social needs, belonging. Then there's like love, and then there's uh, you know uh, maybe like confidence or like self-esteem or whatever. But um. You know, that's a great thing to make your mission is if you feel like you're stuck and, you know, you're having anxiety attacks. And, like, I, I could really resonate with that when you were talking, Mark, because, like, I um, I went through that, too, where, you know, you can't sleep and it's like you're exhausted, but you can't fucking sleep and yeah. you don't want to eat. And it's just like it sucks. Yeah. But um, if you're in that position, like, make your purpose getting out of that position. Make your purpose getting to a healthy body weight and building some muscle or losing some weight if you're overweight. Right. Make your purpose, you know, uh, having a, a little uh, chunk of change that you can rely on if you become unemployed for some time. Make it, you know, getting your sex life handled. Like, just focus on those three fundamental things, right? Money, uh, health, and and sex, basically. And that's a really great place to start. Yeah, what you do is you... You take them one at a time because a lot of us think that we can, okay, I'm going to get my life together. I'm going to fix all this stuff. Okay, I'm going to start getting up early. I'm going to start eating right. Then I'm going to Mm. make more money. Then I'm going to learn how to get girls. Well, what I found in my life is it's better to focus focus your energy on one thing at a time because there's only so much of you. While you can't incrementally improve all aspects of your life, 
you really just want to get obsessed with like one thing and make that again your mission like dude you're a warrior bro like you're not designed to come home and play video games and eat cheetos and get fat and not be able to pull chicks like dude like you're a champion bro like fucking pull that out within you that warrior spirit and go get get after that goal that you want to achieve and and when you do that and john you actually taught me this the immersion versus maintenance so uh, I'll let you explain it, but when you are when you do choose, and I want you guys to choose right now, what is it that you want to go after? What is your mission? You just immerse yourself in it. And John, would you mind clarifying for them the immersion versus maintenance thing? I really like this concept. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I actually uh, I didn't make it up. I got it from uh, Owen Cook, also known as RSD Tyler, oh. who's one of the OGs in uh, the pickup industry. But um, the whole idea is uh, you basically have two periods of uh you know focusing on a skill right you have uh immersion which is where you completely immerse yourself into a skill and then you have maintenance which is where you do just enough so that you don't lose that skill set um so you know let's take for example like business right um you know like mark and i were we're talking recently like mark you basically immerse yourself into uh you know the uh the product that you were trying to get up there the uh, approach formula yeah um, you know, I've done that too, where, uh, you know, for like a month and a half, I'll, uh, you know, make my primary purpose just business, you know, and I'll stay up late and just wake up early and just it's business, 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 you know, and, uh, at that point, you know, I'll be in a business immersion period. And what that does is it allows you to gain significant advancements in your business skills, right? Because, you know, I think that if you, you know, spend uh, the same amount of hours doing business, but you compress it into a shorter time frame. There's just something magical that happens, or you know, it doesn't have to be business; it could be anything. There's something magical that happens when you immerse yourself into something for you know a month or two months or three months. Uh, you know, and um, then what you do is you know once you get that area to a point where you're satisfied, you put it onto maintenance, right? So you just do enough to keep it where it's not stagnating, but you know, it's just doing well. And then you immerse in something else, right? So maybe you want to immerse in game, you know? So um, right now, for example, I'm uh, basically immersed in, uh, in business. Um, I'm still, you know, doing enough game uh, to keep my skills sharp. And I'm still, you know, working out, obviously, so that I don't uh, you know, lose muscle or anything like that. But my primary focus right now is uh, is basically business. And I'm immersed in business so that I can prepare myself to eventually move to Las Vegas and immerse myself in game, right? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's about this, you know, this this contrast and this uh, sort of back and forth between immersion and maintenance. But um, Mark, I think that we should talk about uh, which one people should start with first because that's a big issue too is like, do people start with because you said you can't do all of it at once, right? So do you start with getting women, uh, you know, getting health or getting money? Like, how do you know which one to start with? Well, I think it's just you know, um, intuitively, and mm-hmm. and a lot of people, a lot of hard work is good, right? And and we all know hard work is good. Hard work is is one of the marks of a champion, and, and we want you guys to work hard. But a lot of people kind of work dumb right it's like yeah and yeah. they say totally. like don't work hard work smart but a lot of people just do the shotgun effect like okay i'm gonna try this i'm gonna try that i'm gonna go 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 but it's really better to be a sniper and and what you got to do and this is in business as well is you need to figure out what your efforts will yield the biggest amount of um profit 
So if I put my efforts here, like for example, let's just go back to last night, right? So I'm designing, I'm designing this sales page. Do I really need to spend an hour figuring out how to upload the goddamn logo to the sales page of my website? <laughs> no, like what I need to do is focus on the copy because that's what's gonna that's what's gonna ultimately close people. And I need to figure out. I want to really communicate the benefits of this program. So what I did is I chose the the thing that's gonna give yield the best benefits and the best you know leverage the best profit so when when you're figuring out what do i start with well if you're stuck how are you stuck are you lonely because you don't have a girl are you not making enough money and barely barely making ends meet are you looking down at your tummy and it's it's hanging over your belt and you're like man i just feel terrible about this you know where the place to start is so start there Put all, all or almost all your energy into it. You don't want to neglect the rest of your life, you know. And what's interesting is that when you start getting one thing together, other things kind of start falling into place behind it. And it's not like while you go after one thing, everything else is going to go to shit. I personally think health is really important. And one of the things that I suggest doing to my students is to make a hierarchy of priorities. What mm. is what is What is the number one thing that's important to you? What's the number two thing? What's the number three thing? Like for me, and again, we don't have to get into this right now, but for me, spirituality is the number one most important thing. So I make sure without excuses that every day I meditate and I connect with what I call spirit, God, whatever, the creator, whatever you want to call it. To me, it's just going internally, connecting spiritually, and that keeps me really grounded. And that's one of the skills I learned when I was having my panic attacks and I was having my issues with anxiety. Like meditation saved my freaking life dude like i was i was that close to losing my mind and meditation really saved my butt so um make your hierarchy of priorities figure out what's what's really important to me and if you're stuck the name of this podcast is get unstuck if you're stuck how are you stuck what why do you say that why did you click on this i mean you're obviously in the self development it's 22 minutes in you wouldn't be listening by now if you weren't so what is just really pissing in your river? You know what I'm saying? What's just pissing you off? And and start with that first. That's yeah. my advice on that. And um, I think that a lot of people have all three too. You know, they don't have any friends or women in their life, or they do have friends or women, but they're really toxic. Mm. They're they're uh, overweight or just not in good shape, not in good health, and uh, they have no money. And uh, you know, even so, there's always like a highest leverage point. I tend to think that uh, getting your health in order first is usually the highest leverage point just because that's the vehicle that you use to do everything in life. You know, When you're healthy, you have more energy, you're more focused, you have more testosterone, you have uh, you know, more, uh, more ambition, more motivation, more confidence. You know? Getting your health in order uh, is also cheap too. You know, it doesn't take that much time um, and it's pretty easy to do. But um, I like how you talked about meditating – and, uh, you know, using that as a way to kind of escape a lot of the pain and anxiety. Um, and I think that what's really interesting, too, is like, have you ever been meditating and like, you just feel like the thoughts that you're having are of a different quality? Like they're coming from some like, mm. true part within you that like, you just, you know, it's like, it's not bullshit. Like, it's just, you can feel that it's true. And it just really resonates with you. Yeah. Um, so I've had that a ton of times, and I think that that's a really great way to kind of sift through the bullshit uh, that you've been telling yourself and that others have been telling you. And I think that's also a really big fucking problem, too, is that, you know, 
people sometimes have decades of lies that they've been telling themselves about, you know, uh, you know, uh, repressing their desire to succeed. And, you know, oh, they tell themselves that they're satisfied in a certain job or that they can't do this or that. And sometimes that's half the battle to finding your purpose is just weaving through the the webs of bullshit that you've told yourself for 30 years, you know? Yeah. And also, also, I think a lot of us get down because we're dictated by the whims of what other people call success. So I know we're obviously in the United States and um, I'm pretty sure we have some, you know, uh, international listeners, but here in the United States, it's, it's super important to get the car and to get money. And especially yeah. I'm from Southern California. I'm, I'm originally from Orange County. I live in Colorado now, which is less, less, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Preppy. Materialistic. But in Southern California, it's really bad. And that, that shit was ingrained deep inside of my subconscious. Like I have to have the money. I have to have the nice car. You, you have to have like the super hot girl who's like rolling on your arm and you got to be like, you know, you got to like achieve all this bullshit and just surround yourself with it. And there's so many people that are miserable. And it's interesting because America is one of the most unhappy nations in the world, yet we're the <laughs> most, you know, affluent and we have the most money and we have the most stuff. And it's interesting how there's a, um, you know, a relation between those two things. But when people say, you know, and maybe maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your friends, maybe it's whatever the culture you're living in, that success is defined a certain way. I think one of the most important things to getting unstuck and getting a purpose is defining success for yourself. So for me, as long as I'm living my life the best I can, full effort, best I can, always trying to improve, always growing, learning from my failures and helping people do the same, that's success in my eyes. Now you noticed that doesn't that doesn't say girls are drawn to me, which they are, but that doesn't it, it's not contingent on outside circumstances, right? Because you don't yeah. know how much money you're gonna make. You don't know how many girls you're gonna pull. You don't you don't know and you can't dictate what outside circumstances will come into your life. So for me, it's an internal definition of success, giving my best effort, learning from my failures, and helping people. And as long as you can do that, that kind of becomes, to me, it kind of becomes my purpose and I can control that. I can control that with effort and attitude and a growth yeah. mindset, right? Like a growth mindset that I'm learning from my failures and then you redefine success so you can actually go after it without being relying on A, other people reacting to you a certain way and B, you satisfying their expectations of you because ultimately it's only you who matters here. That's all that matters. Your definition yeah. of success is different from mine. I think that's really important to note too is that your purpose – I don't want to say that it should never be something material because there – you know, I do have material goals and things like that. But mm -hmm. you'll know that you're, uh, you're really on your purpose when you feel like, okay, like you know, whatever happens to me, if I lose everything that I have, mm -hmm. I will be fine and I will be okay with that. Yeah. Um, like there's there's one example in my life that comes to mind. So in uh in 2017, the political climate in this country was very very tense, and uh, freedom of speech was becoming a major concern of mine. And um you know I just remember thinking like there's all these different groups that are uh, you know pushing to make certain words and certain uh, topics basically illegal, where you can get arrested for talking about <laughs> them or for you know mis misgendering someone oh, or something dude, like that. Don't get me started. 
Yeah, and um, I remember thinking back, um, you know, like I was, uh, I was, you know, getting in all these discussions with people and arguments, and I was pissing so many people off. Uh, but like, you know, and it got to the point where I was literally wondering, like, you know, am I going to be the victim of like a hate crime? Like, is someone going to fucking stab me because like I speak my mind and I'm willing to die for freedom of speech? Mm. And in that moment, I was like, even if that happens, I don't care because like. I feel like I am 10 million times more of a man right now for just being able to speak my truth and not giving a fuck and standing for something that I believe really matters than I, you know, I would feel like if I was a bitch who just kind of put my tail between my legs and I was like, oh yeah, like, you know, you know, and just, and just didn't stand up for what I believe in. And I think that, um, it's kind of a silly example, but that's like, that's how you really know is like when you literally feel like I could die right now, I could go to prison, I could be shot, I could have everything taken away from me, but I would be happy with the decisions that I made. Like that's how you know that you're really on that path of purpose and integrity and truth and greatness. Oh, I like that. That's really good. So um I wanted to I wanted to touch on something you mentioned earlier and I hate to digress, but it's a question I really have. So um when you are doing immersion versus maintenance for me, for example, and this is a question for you directly, I, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at, like working out, but you know, working out still takes, it takes a lot of my time each day. And I'm wondering how much minimum I have to do to maintain, because I want to start, I want to segue into business again, because I've been really focused on my health. Um, as I said, I had this super embarrassing picture taken of me. I was, you know, I got in shape, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like that, that section is kind of coming to an end. So for listeners out there who are, who are going to go achieve something and then it's time to transition. I mean, and, and in the body specifically, how much maintenance is required to maintain, you know, like your body? Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on, uh, the level of, uh, uh what level of a physique you have, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, for Arnold Schwarzenegger to maintain his physique, you know, because he's in the top point zero zero one percent, he'd have to work out for you know four hours a day and take a bunch of steroids. Hmm. Um, but you know, I think that within uh, within all sort of like reasonable examples, um, you don't need to spend that much time working out. Maybe four or five hours a week um, to maintain t- and and you know p- potentially even grow your physique. Um, I mean, right now I, um, you know, I'm kind of in maintenance too. So I do, uh, I do body of an alpha, but I, uh, instead of doing legs, the, the leg days, I do, uh, basically cardio and high intensity interval training Mm. because it's faster. And because my legs grow like really fucking fast and and I can't fit in jeans and that just makes it a giant pain in the ass. (laughs) (laughs) Wish I had that problem. Do Uh, not. It's, uh, dude, it's, it's a, I guess it's a quality problem to have, but it's a pain. Um, so what I do is I basically um I find that you know just uh getting it out of the way first thing in the morning like I'll just wake up and then go work out and I'll you know go to the sauna and get something to eat and then I'll be back and then I just focus on work and business for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Um some people find that uh you know saving their workout until the end of the day is better for them. Um I personally don't like that. I just don't think that I you know I don't really have the energy to do that a lot of the time. Yeah. Um but it, it depends on you, man. I mean, you could do something like a calisthenics routine. You could do, you could switch over to a different routine like starting strength or, uh, 
you know, you could, um, I have some weights that I have here, you know, sometimes I'll just bust out some, some reps and, and sets. I'll do some, like some hammer curls and some, uh, tricep extensions and pushups and stuff. Um, I mean, it's really all up to you and how much of your physique you want to maintain. But I think that the most important thing to focus on is, uh, staying lean because mm. the muscle will take a long time to, uh, to go away, right? Like, I mean, people get freaked out sometimes when they don't go to the gym for like a week because they're sick or on vacation. But like yeah. in reality, muscle fibers, once they're built, they're pretty fucking sturdy. Really? Because if you think about it, oh yeah, like you're, I mean, if you think about it, like what's your body from an evolutionary perspective going to use for energy first? Right. Fat. Like the muscle that you use to, to protect yourself or the fucking fat that you're just lugging around. Like obviously uh, yeah. fat. Yeah. Um, so the most important thing for maintenance is to keep your diet in check. You know, when I'm uh, when I'm really on maintenance and I'm like barely working out at all, I'll just get on a paleo diet. Um, you know, have some bulletproof coffee in the morning, do intermittent fasting, and uh, try to stack my hormones uh, in my corner. You know, just by uh, you know doing different things to boost testosterone so that I maintain most of my muscle mass with uh, you know 20% of the effort. Okay, so would you say? I mean, if I did the same body of an alpha routine, would I be lifting 60% of full capacity? How long do you want to do the uh, the maintenance period for? Is the question. Um, I mean, here's the thing: is that, and also, I like. How do you? And I don't know if this is staying with with the title of you know the podcast, but it's like I want to grow certain parts, like my calves. Unlike you, I have deer, <laughs> I have deer legs. Like you can hardly get into pants. Well, you can hardly see my legs in pants. Um, so like I want to really crank my calves, but kind of everything else is good. So I'm trying to just get everything balanced. Yeah. Well, so the thing, so for calves specifically, the things that I would tell you is, uh, calves respond best to uh, volume. So you'll actually get a much better response. If, uh, instead of trying to do all your volume in the gym, do what you're normally doing in the gym, uh, which I assume is the body and alpha routine, mm -hmm. but then get, you know, maybe some like 15 or, you know, whatever weight you want, uh, dumbbells, keep them in your house. And then every 15, 20 minutes, you know, or however long you, you feel, uh, just take a break from work, go out and do like a set of, you know, 50 calf raises or something. Oh. And if you do this like three or four times a day, that'll get a much better response than you're, you're getting now. Um, this is kind of like a, a, uh, a concept that I got from Rich Piana, rest in peace, mm. uh, who used to do the same thing with curls and uh, tricep extensions because um, my arms weren't growing. And, you know, so I got some 15 pound dumbbells and now, you know, whenever I'm taking a break from work, I'll just go into my, my uh, rec room and, you know, bust out 50 or 60 reps of, of curls and of, of tricep extensions. Um, and I just find that if you do that multiple times a day, it works really, really freaking well to uh, just build size. So I'd do that for your calves for sure. And also I, I heard that you, you can work your stomach every day because your core is always getting engaged all the time. So it's a kind of muscle that you can work all the time as is the calves because you're always walking around and standing whereas like your bicep or your tricep is more like an intermittent type muscle um is, is that kind of true that the calf is a similar muscle to the yeah okay exactly so calves um basically some muscles respond better to weight training and some respond better to volume training okay and it depends to get really specific it depends on the individual it depends on your genetics you know like certain races have different uh percentages of like strength you know fast twitch versus slow twitch muscle fibers but um for calves in general you want to do volume 
Okay. Um, which is why, like, if you look at the routine, a lot of the calf exercises have higher volume. Um, and you can train them pretty much, you know, like every day, uh, even like multiple times a day, you know, you'll have to gauge it cause you can overtrain. That's, that's a thing. Yeah. But, um, it's a lot more than most people think. All right, cool. Well, yeah. listen, do you have, um, do you have anything more you want to say about getting a mission and getting unstuck? Because, um, I feel like I've said everything I want to say and I feel like we need to let these guys go to, to get started. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're at the 35 minute mark. So, um, yeah, all I'd say good. is just, uh, you know, Find one of those three areas that you want to focus on, guys, you know, whether it's health and fitness, whether it's women, whether it's finances, uh, narrow in on what you want to improve, make a plan and then just execute. Yeah. And kind of like this is our this is our second podcast and uh, it was all right. You know, I give it about a seven. I mean, we didn't crank it, but that's the thing, too, is that. Um, you know, when you are on a mission, it isn't always going to go perfect for you. Mm. It isn't always going to go flawlessly. There's going to be ups and downs and you just got to, you got to keep pushing forward. And again, that's kind of the fun of it. And that's kind of, it's kind of good to see struggle as a good thing. It's, it's good to see failure as a good thing. It's a challenge to get better. And it's like for guys who sit around playing video games all day, what what is a video game? It's a challenge that you're trying mm-hmm. to overcome. So why don't you look at your life and everything as a video game? When you die in a video game, you press start and you try again. And it's so weird because a lot of guys, you know, get so into video games, but then when something happens in their life that sucks, they're like totally defeated by it. And a lot yeah. of times I'll be coaching, you know, guys who are into that kind of stuff and i'm like bro like what's the difference look at everything as a game and as a challenge that's fun to overcome because what the hell else is there to do than to overcome a challenge why do people hike a mountain because it's there why do we want to get successful in business because it's fun because it's a challenge so when you get your mission you almost kind of have to look at it like not so damn seriously look at it as a game and the failures, the times when you you know stumble, okay, let's freaking press the start button again and let's do it again. I think we're going to do a podcast tomorrow. Let's do it. Let's make it so much better. Let's learn from our mistakes and keep pushing forward on our mission, which is to get this podcast huge, you know? And yeah. you know, I think that's really important. Yeah. And um, kind of on that note too, like if you guys want to hear about any specific topics or if, if you have any constructive criticism – uh, Mark and I would love to to read the comments in this uh, in the YouTube uh, videos. So yeah, just you know, let us know what you guys think and uh, what direction we should go from here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, before we sign off, I just want to go ahead and tell you about that damn product that I spent <laughs> eight hours doing two little steps setting up last night in ClickFunnels. Um, it's called the Approach Formula, and what it is is it basically outlines the step by step method to approach a woman, engage her in conversation, and get her phone number. And walk away with the highest chance possible that she's actually going to reply to your text. So it outlines the everything you need to do to get that. You're going to be cracking her up. You're going to be making her want to see you again. And that's the point. So you can get that at gettheapproachformula.com. If that is, I can actually set the damn thing up so it works. <laughs> um, if it's not working, just uh, be patient. I'm, I'm hopefully get it all set up tonight. And I also wanted to say that um, – the thing that I love most and my purpose is to help guys like you who are trying to maximize their lives. So I do offer one-on-one coaching and uh, you can see that in the description below the video. You can go ahead and click on that and check it out. Um, it's what I love and I dare say I'm pretty damn good at it. 
I'm able to identify sticking points and really help people bust through, you know, self-limiting belief systems and to get unstuck really and to let them, you know, get on mission and and to succeed in their life. And I'll tell you, I invest in in a mentor myself. It's worth the money. If you're if you're looking to become rich, you should invest in yourself. If you're making anything less than 250 grand a year, use that money to not invest in the stock market or anywhere else but invest in yourself. And that's one of the the biggest tips I can give you is to 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 really uh work on yourself cuz uh no matter what happens, you'll always have you. It can't be taxed and you can always use it to make money and to become better and to get chicks in the future. So No, uh, 100%. I mean, yeah. um all the links will be down below in the description and um yeah, like I uh, I spent a ton of money just buying courses, buying books, reading everything, video courses and DVDs and, and coaching and training. Just uh, you know, I always invest in myself. Yeah. Um and I have two products as well. So the links for uh Mark's products and for my products will be down in the description below. Uh my products are seven strategies to develop your masculinity, which is basically a uh quick uh set of seven strategies to become more of a man and naturally attract women into your life. Then there's Body of an Alpha, which is the fitness program that we keep talking about. Uh, it's basically my bodybuilding Bible. It lays out everything you need to know to basically build a uh, shredded physique that naturally attracts women and gets you health and happiness. Um, as always, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And uh, Mark, do you have any more comments you want to make? I do. I just want to encourage you guys to ask us questions because while we have you know literally hundreds of podcast ideas and we're super fired up to to get those recorded for you, um, whatever you want to hear us talk about, we're we're excited to give that to you. So, like John said, you know, put your comments in the the comment section below the video. You can also send John an email through his website um, or even me through my website. So. Don't be a stranger. Let us know. And you know what? We want to get better. So if you have any constructive criticism, let us know. Like every podcast, we intend to get better. Even when we stumble, uh, we're going to get back up, brush ourselves off, and keep going. Because again, this is just a game, and it's a fun game. And when you look at it that way, you can accomplish anything because you don't take your failures so damn seriously. So um, that's it for us, guys. We, We thank you so much for coming. We really do appreciate your time. We know there's a million things you could be doing right now. And the fact that you're listening to us is uh, met with much, much appreciation. So thank you so much. John, you want to wrap it up? Yeah. So um, as always, guys, we're going to be coming out every uh, Tuesday with this podcast, uh, potentially more frequently if we get a lot of people who like it. But um, just, you know, check out our products if you want to support us in the description down below. Leave some comments. And um, as always, we hope you guys tune in next time. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Take care. Yep. Bye-bye.